here we are, hitting up events, drinking our way through Chicago beer, and trying not to miss a thing. Yeah, because, you know, got a cork popped out, boom, it flies like fucking 10 feet. We're like, yeah, let's do it. You know, all you have to do is add some fruit, stir it up, and ride that milkshake wave. Whenever I see him, I gotta take a photo with the most decorated brewer in Chicago, Jonathan Cutler. It'll be like the stuff you hear. You ever go to every time you go to Floyd's, all the music sounds like this. Raw, raw, raw. Sometimes you want a small beer, but really, you want a big beer. You gotta take in all those big aromatic hops. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Waiting in line for a bottle release? You should have never been a fad. The Black IPA is delicious. Hey, and welcome to Chicago Beer Pass. I'm Brad Chmielewski. Brad, what's up, man? I'm Nick White. How you feeling about this angle stuff? It's still a little weird. Cause... Very weird, yeah. I'm not used to it. Yeah. I'm like, why are we looking in the opposite direction here? But it's all good. They get to see us. That's true. That's all that matters, Brad. Yeah. You know? Uh, so we're drinking this very tasty, hazy pale ale the, from um, uh, Old Irving. Man, lords of the hazy pale, man. That's yeah. that's that's what they've become. I know this uh, isn't uh, this is ta- this is a tasty beer, but it doesn't reign supreme like the the one we had last year that made it on our list of our top beers. Uh, I don't like blanking on the name. Yeah, I was like, you set it up. I'm like, Brad's gonna I knock know. out this name. Uh, uh, it's I, but you know it's in our stories. Uh yeah, I forget what it was, but that was a great beer. But that was also uh I think uh. It wasn't a hazy pale ale. It was just a, a pale ale. But this is Goiro. Yeah, because it looks like it's gyro or gyro, but it's Goiro. At first glance, I thought it was gyro. Right. I ordered it at the bar and said, oh, can I have the gyro? And they're like, because I'm like, well, it's not gyro, but it's Goiroi. The fuck does this even mean? Goiroi. Gore yo. I think it's like this crazy beast thing that's on here. I'm determined to find this other beer, by the way. Just scrolling in the feed. Yeah. It'd be early in the year. It would have been around this time um, in 2022. Uh, but this is a 5.2% hazy pale ale. I had this on. No, I had it out of a can over at Old Irving, and it was tasty, and it was a new beer. So I was like, I'm bringing it up. Picking a four-pack for the show. Yeah, good job by you, man. I fucking um, really dig this beer. And, um, you know, I don't know what's going on. Oh, here we go. Banshee. Banshee. Yeah. Also, I think probably like a similar theme of this like mythic Look at that. beast. Oh, similar colors. Yeah, see, it was a double dry hopped IPA. Yeah, which is kind of funny because the double dry hopped IPA, 5.5%. The Hazy Pale 5.2%. Yeah. So, to your point... They're not the same, but well, this one was a uh, Strata and uh, Citra, the 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 uh, Banshee. Okay. Was Strata and Citra and maybe a couple others, but I cannot. Those are the only two I can see, and this is Sabro Citra, and uh, Matueka. Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, slightly slightly different. You know, this is the same. I'm sorry, let me get lean into the mic. I was listening to Shalana's episode and she was away from the mic a little oh, bit. Oh yeah. Like oh, but um, it's kind of the riff that uh, I would assume a lot of breweries do, locally hot butcher. Right. Okay. Uh, kind of a similar base, and then you swap out those hops and let people just kind of enjoy these nuances. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Stacy's it's got that orange juice vibe going on, and I'm digging five five percent. That's kind of like 
I want my beers around five to six. The Under ra- six. That's what I'm going for. Yeah, the range is like orange juice, tangerine, grapefruit, right? There's a spectrum of those kind of flavors, yeah. Um, it's so good, man. It's just so good, you know? It's like, I'm glad we've arrived at Hazy's being this, you know, nice, tight, 5%, all the things you like about a Hazy, but nothing crazy that lingers, you know what I mean? Right, none of that lactose, none of that, yeah. like, extra whatever they throw in it. So we're gonna we're gonna sip on this and uh, talk about our week. But I was already mentioning the old Irving stop, mm. and I really just went over there because I didn't have anything at home for lunch. Oh, right on! And I was like, this should be a good stop. It's your local brewery, man. One of your local breweries. Yeah, basically. So um, they do their burgers of the week. So I got the burger of the week. Nice. What's the burger of the week? Uh, They're doing that like Kuma style. Kuma's Kuma's is like a burger of the month, though. Yeah. Like, they used to get Kuma's a lot. Burger uh, of the month. It had some like. Uh, Spicy sweet sauce on a regular burger yeah. with arugula, brioche bun kind of thing. I like uh, Old Irving a lot. I love their beers. Sometimes their food looks great and it looks better. And then when I bite it, it I want it to be as good as it looked. I agree with that. Okay. There okay. are times where you're like, oh, that should have been better, but okay. Their they, fries are really good. They're like double fried fries. Yeah, they got me with those photos, though. Sexy fucking photos. Yeah. I, I, I go for the photos. Yeah. Yeah. I think I missed the burger of the week. Last week was a lamb burger, and I would have been down with that. Yeah. But this one was this one was good, and I got to try this beer, and it seemed like uh, there was some sort of meeting or uh, they're planning something because I felt like a lot of other people or brewers or people that work from other places, no one I recognized, mm-hmm. were there. Meeting, talking about something in the other room. Cider something? Why? They don't have a cider. I don't know. Maybe they just picked, they got a lot of space. Maybe they picked cider. I don't know cider something. They were drinking just Della's. They were pouring like trays and trays of Della. Hmm. Oh, Uh, like a trade show or like a conference. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, But I did find out that they hope, I think it was April, they hope to be going at the spot in the brewing district. That's right. It's a weird experience. Not we- it's only weird in name, right? Because it's not it's no longer in the old Irving neighborhood, you know. Right. But good for them because I think they're brewing their flagships. I think they're brewing Beezer and Della out of Gray Central, so they're taking that over again and just brewing their own beer and they're brewing it in the Chicago Brewing District because mm-hmm. they have a second brewery now, yeah. a production brewery. I just kind of wonder, like, what are the- is it the they have food and felt like more of a neighborhood presence that they're doing better than uh, Hopewell or something like that, who's been around a little longer, who's also making great beer. Mm-hmm. What makes the old Irving expansion work where Hopewell or Alarmist doesn't work? And then it's, just, it's just beer. Yeah. Like, now what, are you, what are you selling or how are you getting... So much inventory out there. Now we're getting into SKUs and what sells at um, bars, what sells at grocery stores, right? Because I'm like I'm kind of removed from that. Like I'd love to know more about that piece, right? I think it's twofold, right? Like, well, are you? You must be moving a ton of this stuff at a retail level in in chain stores. That's right. my assumption. And then also you got you probably have access to capital where you're even able to do this, and it's not. As risky, 
or that the other people might not have. Exactly. I think it, it it's those two things. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to know, like concrete wise, like I'd like to know more. I'd like to. Know, and they know must have a bigger expansion <clears throat> plan for maybe going farther in Illinois, maybe going into Michigan or Wisconsin. That maybe some of these other breweries are like we're good at the level we're at right now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's all a gamble, right? Like. We were talking about Bader Brown in the pre-show, and the, the Bader Brown gamble was like, you know, hey, and that old Moody Tongue space, it's a $5 million gamble. And if it works, we'll get our $5 million back in like eight, ten years. And if it don't work, we'll shut this shit down and, and leave, right? It's and, and they're all essentially a gamble in that regard, right? Yeah. It's just, yeah, I wonder what what clicked for Old Irving. Yeah. That doesn't, that didn't click for some other brewery. Now that we talk about it, when we run into them again, we'd, I'd like to kind of dig a little deeper if we can mm-hmm. yeah. it's got to be one retail that's just like massively pumping like selling their stuff right? all it takes is like one hotel chain with you know that's got a local focus on beers in downstate right or whatever and you're, you're off and running yes damn uh all these questions we don't know that just lead to more questions yeah. <laughs> anyway that was my really my only stop this past week i thought about uh, hitting up Cruz Blanca for lunch the, another day, but just didn't make it. I often think about Cruz Blanca. Yeah, it was like a little too, it's a little too far if I'm downtown to like walk to. Maybe I'm like if it gets to forty degrees. What's this guy doing on the can of the fucking Gorio? Is this Gorio? I guess so. He's summoning the the hops <laughs> from hell. He's hum- summoning the Sabro and Matueka. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a strange character. Um, cloaked. He's got a cape. I don't know what's going on here. Um, You know, the hack is to go to Lena Brava next door and then just order all the Cruz Blanca beers. And it's just like an upscale. It's basically an upscale Cruz Blanca experience without all the people. I don't think it's over for lunch. Right? You're right. Probably not. I just want to sit at the bar, have a a quesadilla and a beer, and be on my way. That's true. Fair. Fair. (laughs) Never mind. Uh, but so no suburban stop for me, no suburban adventure, uh, maybe coming you know, up soon. I was getting used to, um, suburban Brad, you know, sometimes it's I just, thought it was going to be like a feature on the show, you know, there I'm are crack another one of these. Yeah, do it. There are days where it feels a little too far, right? I, I, I can tell you why it feels that far. It is far, <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I have to balance it out a little bit with... The local spots we can't we can't forget about them right yeah i hear you i wanted to go to geneva and recently um i was gonna go there's a whisk a cool whiskey bar out there oh nice. and I, I can't think of the name of it but i've been to it before and i was just gonna hit up uh, art history oh but then i was like you know i don't know yeah but there's still places i haven't been in the city i haven't gone to Oakenroy. oh no um I haven't gone to Adam Street yet. You know, it's it's difficult to. I've I've struggled with this this week. It's difficult to stay in the city and hit different spots every week because mm-hmm. we have our we have our routes. You know, the old Irving Maplewood. Um, I don't know what the triangle is, but it's somewhere between Old Irving Maplewood and Rev and whatever and is half it, acre and half acre. That that's kind of our route. Yeah, you know, it used to be peace. Yeah, yeah. There are times where it's like peace. So I see what they're doing again, but yeah. So it's 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 a challenge. So I don't know, man. 
It's a tough. I don't. It's tough, and we. I don't feel like I don't want to mention the same show things on the podcast every week, right? We've been doing it for so long that's like how many times. Can yeah. I mention going to Old Irving, right? There are some subtleties <laughs> here, right? Because you did get the Goryeo, and it's different from the Banshee, and they're both good. And we've crowned them the Lord of the Hazy Pale, and we didn't do that before. So we have some subtleties here. You know? <laughs> and had you not gone and get this, I would And to be honest with you, if you didn't go get the Banshee, I wouldn't have known either. Right. So I think we just keep doing our thing and just push it. We're doing it right? You know? Just keep doing it. Just uh, green light go. Just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> so what about you then? What'd you do? Man, well, you know, I went to the same spots we always go to. <laughs> um, shout out to Pipeworks, okay. you know. I saw Brad was out on the move and I didn't make it anywhere, so I went to Pipeworks on my lunch break. And I'm like, I'll go in the dojo for a second, get a uh, Ninja vs. Unicorn, and then maybe find out something. Um, that didn't happen because it's curbside only, so when you go up, the door's locked and they got the QR code. So you got to wait for someone to come out. In the cold? And, well, you know, it was 40. It was 40. Yeah, at lunch. But yeah, and other than... I was quiet for it. I was like, I would have went to Cruz Blanca. <laughs> <laughs> so I get my MVU, and then, you know, they throw me a bonus uh, uh, four-pack of uh, Lizard King. Because it was you, or just... I don't know. I mean, just being nice. I'm just going to say I was being nice. Okay. I was like, oh, it's very nice. Very kind, sir. Thank okay. you. Um, and he's like, this is super fresh. You should, you should get on it. So then I flipped the can over, and it was canned yesterday. Oh, shit. <laughs> so okay. I was pretty excited about that. <laughs> Super fresh Lizard King. I was telling him, Lizard King is the first beer I get whenever I go to Sox Park. I either get Lizard King or I get something from um, Blue Island, okay. right? You know, or Ravinia. You know, just, you know. That's the whole point of being at Sox Games. You can drink all these crazy local beers. Yeah. Oh. Oh, so anyway, um, so I got to talking to, to whoever the guy is that gives me my beer. And, you know, I want to get into this fucking thing about... Uh, Bishi. Bishi and then uh, Mito Koya. Because there was always a rumor of them opening in Logan. And I told you I rode my bike and um, next to Mito Koya. There's some brewery tanks in there. Okay. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he starts smiling. Oh. <laughs> so he didn't confirm. And I don't yeah. even know this guy. He didn't confirm. But he's but like... He sort of denied. He kind of led with the Bishi thing. I'm like, yo, are you guys going into, into that spot? On uh, diversity in uh, Milwaukee, because you always talk about Logan. It's actually diversity in Cali. You always talk about going to Logan, and I saw tanks, and I thought it was you guys. And he's like, no, no, we're doing our Bishi thing. I don't know if you heard about that. I'm like, yeah, I know about Bishi. And then I'm like, well, what about this other thing? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he just starts and he just starts laughing. <laughs> so that's I take that for what it's worth. you know. You know. Maybe this Bishi thing blows up, and then people like get addicted to their beer, and then... How far is that spot from Bishi, though? It's just all the same neighborhood, right? So what Bishi is um, Milwaukee Ave near, in between Fullerton and Logan. And then, shit, Bishi is probably what? Like 0.3 at the most? Less than a half mile. Okay. I would say Bishi is less than a half mile from Itaquaya. It's so weird, right? This is the weirdest rollout of a, a beloved brewery with no tap room. But a beloved brewery that I... Think people have forgotten about. It's very difficult to keep momentum locally, right? If you um, if you don't have a place where people can drink your stuff, yeah, that's hard. You know, I like I like Pipeworks a lot. You mean, but there's no ta there's no Pipeworks tap room, so it's like I, I find myself just knowing they're good, but then don't make the the rounds to Pipeworks as much as I should. Right, I just yeah. sort of forget about that, like. I don't even know, uh, is there another crew like that that just has a production brewery and no 
tap room or um, I feel like there is somebody I'm like blanking on another West Finch, right? But <laughs> the brewery that never dies. There's so many. There's so many breweries. Um, but you know, it reminded me of uh, Owen and Engines. Gotta have a tap room. I know it's switching gears a little bit because Owen and Engines is this you know classic burger joint. Um, but yeah, they're never fucking open Owen and Engines. Right. And um, after a while, you're just like, well, as much as I love that burger, then you know. Well, if I can't have it on site, then fuck it. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned Maplewood, and they have this tap room, but I don't like going to this tap room. So then I often forget. Because they're in there playing fucking Chief Keef super fucking loud. And it's like as big as this room <laughs> we're <laughs> recording it. Uh, so that I forget. I forget Pipeworks. Uh, not Pipeworks. Maplewood exists because of this tap room is the worst experience ever when I go there. I still fuck with I still fuck with the maple room. Right, I do like it. Um, and I think they make good beer. And when yeah. I have it, I'm like, oh damn, same with Pipeworks. Yeah, and I think that that sort of sucks, but also shows you have to have a tap room. Yeah, I guess they're fixing it by taking over the Bishi program. Um, I think Ninja vs Unicorn. Maybe I don't know. It's sentimental in a way for me. Haymarket is very sentimental. Right. It was it came on it came along at a time where I was just kind of getting into beer, and I just have memories of being at that joint. And the ninja, whenever I drink Ninja vs. Unicorn, it's kind of the same feeling because I remember them being guys that just kind of worked all day at the uh, map room. Yeah. And, you know, cranking out this idea for a brewery. You know, and then kind of everyone kind of, there was a buzz about them before they opened. So when MVU dropped and it was good, the people got really excited and they came out with all this crazy schedule of beers. And it was, it was a moment. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So I'm reminded of that moment. So I get excited when I hear the name. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. So maybe it's just nostalgic for me, right? But, you know who's the other place that I think is going to suffer the same fate? Three Floyds. No. Uh, not that, well, you went there more than I would, but I would. I think a lot of people would go there. The food was great. The beer's great. No spot. I'm not really, I would drink less Three Floyds now. And you know what sucks is like I add them to the list of folks I drink at Sox Park because I, I never, I rarely get them. But, um, and... Three Floyds is, I think it might have been the, the best brew pub that there ever was. <laughs> and they it's just the said, no more. It's the best brew pub ever, you know? And yeah, so that. The music was loud, but at like a respectable loudness. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> if I'm thinking of like brew pub experiences, I don't think there's anything that there's anything better than uh, going to three floods especially like right now right like if it were eight degrees and i had been in the house for five days and it's snowing what do i do you know that's the first place i would go you know so uh, man, i missed that place yeah all right so you picked up some pipe works here some fresh some freshies fresh in fresh nvu nvu's like eight days old fucking uh lizard king's like a day old so that was, that was kind of cool nice yeah and um, then um yeah and then you hit up a spot Tonight too, right? In other words, you double header same day, right? Yeah, man. Um, shout out to Metropolitan Brewing. Okay. You know, uh, fell through there. Took some pictures of the tap list, Brad, because I wanted to know if you knew uh, some of these beers that I saw, man. And then I'm gonna find my way over there next week. It's delicious, man. And then um, what is uh, Dynamo Copper Lagers or Winter? Right. When we did the show, that's the beer I think I left with. Okay. You know, it's uh. What is it? It's basically a dark... It's not a dark lager. It's kind of a... It's a darker lager. So yeah. it's 5.6%. It's a winter release. Oh, um, I never get the Arc Wilder Dunkel Rye. Oh, yeah? 
I've heard of the arc welder, but I never get it. Oh, um, sorry. Oh, but there was a fuck. I didn't take a picture of it. Yeah, there was another beer that I didn't that I didn't know about, and I'm like, oh yeah, here it is. Microvolt Table Lager. Oh yeah. You you're familiar with that one? That's in cans. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a year-round offering. I'm not familiar with that one. It's gonna be close to like Flywheel and uh, uh, what's the other one? The right, uh, the crankshaft. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's similar. I feel like it falls in the same category. If you're picking up any of those, you might grab that one instead. Yeah. So the first beer I got was um, the well shit. I got the uh, the Dynamo Copper Lager. You know, it's a winter lager. So I got that one. Um, so cheers to them. I just wanted to try that out for for size. They had a draft called the Specialty Impulse Beer. Okay. And you had to ask what it was, and he's like, "Oh, well, it's fucking uh, it's a dry hop version of Dynamo Copper Lager, but it uses Mount Hot Mount Hood hops." Oh, okay. So I'm like, oh, "I'll take that for a spin." Nice. Changed its profile completely. It's like super fucking bright, kind of like a kind of orange, kind of lemony, kind of lemony hop note. Okay. So it was fun. Um, I saw coffee beers. Oh yeah, and then I got the uh, Wokus Hellas. Uh, Dude, this is the best beer there. The best beer, <laughs> the best beer here is the Wokus Hellas, um, four point eight percent on nitro. Yeah. Oh man, so good. Nice. So good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I didn't see uh, not too many people there. I saw Courtney. Shout out to Courtney. Uh, Courtney Baldy is a uh, how would you describe her? Industry veteran. Sure. Uh, <laughs> pastry chef at Three Floyds. Pastry chef at Revolution. Uh huh. And then um, she won the brew pub shootout three years in a row with pastry dishes. Uh huh. So that was um. So I we talked she about that. She worked for a brewery called like it started with an A or something for a while. Oh, she was at uh, Brewdog for a quick second. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what it was. And then um, and then she, she's been at Metro for two years. Okay. Yeah. So got to catch up with her. That was nice. You know, because I think the first time that I, I used to run with this crew. That recorded Loyola basketball, men's basketball uh, games. On they used to record them and broadcast them on the internet. Okay. And this was my first time using video, so okay. I was I was like the microphone guy, and these guys were recording. Oh, but the very first time I ever did anything in front of the camera, I did it at Revolution in the middle of the day, and Courtney was the was the person we were interviewing. Funny. So that was cool. It was cool to just kind of reminisce on that kind of okay. winter activities, right? That was a winter thing. Okay. Yeah. So nice. So that was fun. Cool. Whew. Yeah, feeling, uh, feeling all right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so yeah, some local stops this past week. Um, let's see. In the news, another brewery closed. Flesk. Yeah, Flesk Brewing up in um, Barrington, Illinois. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I was like their logo had like a sword on it. Yeah. I feel like they were a crew that was in the homebrew. Where did they start around like 18th Street? And around that time, I mean, it's very spiteful. It's very possible, right? It feels that way to me too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or were they like the next wave? They might have been the next wave. It's but... all kind of blurry. I know that he was the head brewer at Lunar at one point. Mm. They were brothers. They were the the O'Brien brothers. You okay. Know? And uh, one of them was a head brewer at um. If if Lunar can survive, Lunar. <laughs> and you can't. Which you know, Lunar you? Lunar is um in Elmhurst, right, or maybe Villa Park. They were in Barrington, which, you know, is one of the most expensive zip codes in the entire nation. Really? Yeah, Barrington's like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of cash in Barrington. 
Oh shit! I didn't know that. So it's like you know. So they, they I don't know. Guess I don't. I don't go to Barrington. And no one goes to Barrington. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless you're already up there. Right? No they, don't let, they don't let people <laughs> into Barrington. That's why they close. Like, what, are you, what are you doing? Uh, um, no, yeah. No. So they, um, yeah, I think their run was like twenty, maybe about nine, ten years. Yeah, that's yeah. A pretty good run. Like not to say they, they didn't. I don't think they failed. Uh, I don't know the reasons they closed, but yeah. like. That's a pretty good run to just be like, okay, this might not be growing like we thought. We're just ready to do something else. Yeah. I feel like anybody that throws their hat into the ring and says, hey, I'm going to make beer and go out and have a space and invite people out. Anybody that does that, you know, I I, I salute them. And you make it at least five years. Cause you know? Because isn't like the restaurant, like most of them go under like five years or three is, years. Is that, is that the cutoff? Like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that's a good run. You know, I remember them, um, uh, what was it, Medieval Times at a beer fest, and at the beer fest, the, the, the Fless guys were there, and they had a collaboration brown ale with uh, Arcade Brewing yeah. and bottles there. So I remember that. It was a brown ale. It was a smoked brown ale with ancho chilies. Hmm. Yeah, it was called Arch Nemesis. So I remember that for some reason. Oh, because we probably interviewed them that day. I feel like all of those words are a time in beer that, like is that time yeah like you you would not see that beer today no no people i think um well the defining feature of crap beer is let's be as as wild and noticeable as possible you know it's because the micro breweries are not that let's go the opposite direction and do yeah. do some weird shit yeah yeah smoked brown ale with ancho chilies no that, that's like yeah okay no. <laughs> so but yeah cheers to them you know it's a good run. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, and then you uh, you were mentioning an expansion of Moody Tongue. Oh, yeah. yeah. But not in Chicago? <laughs> no. Because they're at a $5 trillion space? Moody Tongue's, um, <laughs> Moody Tongue's satellite brewery, satellite tap room, is going to be in New York City. In, New uh, York City? <laughs> in Greenwich Village. Um, yeah, and it's going to be a sushi restaurant, which is a whole different concept from what they're doing here. I think Jared, Jared Wentworth here, if I remember Jared right, Rubin. Jared Rubin is the head brewer. Oh, yeah. oh, but Jared yeah, Wentworth, right. Wentworth is the kitchen guy, okay. the, the chef, right? Um, I think I want to say he was at Longman, and then he came on. This is a very confusing thing. I got to imagine opening a sushi restaurant is incredibly hard because yeah. sushi is like dime a dozen now. And... In New York, you gotta be like a really good restaurant, right? You either gotta be like cheap as shit, like dollar pizza yeah. slice, or you gotta be like good enough that people like wanna go there, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I'm not eating in New York, so. I've been to New York maybe once or twice. I went for a festival. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea. But, um, uh, so, okay, you were gonna open a sushi restaurant here, and Moody Tong was like, we're opening a sushi restaurant. I'd be like, I don't think you know how to do sushi. Unless I was snagging a sushi chef, because there's some fun sushi places. Sure. I think it's uh, Tenoshi. I think of the one in Edgewater, uh, cross street from Little Bad Wolf, up in um, you know, up on North Clark. I, I like that place a lot. Um, but there's probably a lot of good places that I've been to that I couldn't name. You know, like there's there's some spots in West Loop that are really good at sushi. Right. It seems kind of crowded. To your point. It seems crowded. It seems like. Uh, 
10 years ago, like, we kind of are like, sushi is like a common thing on restaurants and menus, oh. at Jewel, at Mariano's, like, you can get it at the train station, like, before you got on the train kind of shit. That's funny. That's um, like, uh, if they're opening a ramen restaurant, that might be a little more interesting. Oh, I'm, I'm here for the ramen. If Moody Tongue opens a ramen joint, I'm here for the ramen, yeah. Right. Yeah. So a sushi restaurant... It's a cold weather town. We need as much ramen as we can get. Right. So a sushi restaurant, I know I'm sure like they're getting a lot of food shipments in New York and yeah. everything, and they're probably getting... I don't think they're getting any fresher things than we're getting in Chicago, because they're farther... The sushi's got to come from Japan, right? The good sushi? Well, you know, I don't have all the answers, Brad, um, but I, I think you're right. Well, at least the method, right? The method comes from Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, Are they going to brew there too? I think it's just uh, it's this 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 press release didn't give a lot of details. It doesn't sound like they're brewing there. They make no reference of the chef and where he's from, and they don't really talk about why they went into sushi, right? So those are questions that I would have too. Like, hey, the the this a taste it's a full tasting menu here in Chicago. So, sure. but so why'd you go to the sushi concept? And A, B, why is it in New York, right? And then C, did you even think about brewing there? Are you going to brew there? It just, it, there's a lot of unknowns. Yeah, so. I think it's almost like they feel like their beers are, uh, I don't know, at like a higher level that only people in New York are going to like appreciate. Like you can't go down to Nebraska and be like, oh, no one's going to get our, I don't know, uh, saffron truffle. Leche uh, fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, truffle pills. I think the truffle pills is going to be on. But I think um, if the rumor is true that they're moving a lot of beer in China, right? Then, then open up a place in China. Open up, maybe, a, open up an American restaurant I, what, in China. The point I was going to make was that right? I think this move might be distributor driven. And whoever's shipping their beer to China is probably like, hey, you need to have a presence in New York because it's easier for me to maybe sell more of your beer up the eastern seaboard and on when, you know, and China. I think it. I think it might be digital driven, right? I I have a lot of questions. I don't know. I I'd like to know. Or open up a a Chinese dumpling place in New York, right? Open up a brewery in China. Open up an (laughs) American (laughs) restaurant in China. Like, do Um, your chocolate cake in China? Yeah, I can. We can't front on chocolate. Chocolate cake's nice, right? Like that feels. If I was. Chinese, I'd be like, that is incredibly American. This ridiculous giant chocolate cake. Yeah. Like, look at it's this. a huge slice that like lasts like three days. Fucking Twelve layers of cake. Yeah. That's, that's like the most American ridiculous thing there is. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's the opposite of what they're doing over there. All right. I'm, I'm going to end it there. This episode is just like way too many questions for me that I a think of, I... A lot of known unknowns in this episode. Yeah. You know? All right. Let's get out of here, Nick. Where can people find you get in touch? Hey, man. I'm on Twitter, at Nicosio. And I'm on Twitter, BRAD, Chicago Beer Pass, Twitter, Instagram, all the places. And we'll be back, uh, hopefully, with uh, some bourbon places and uh, a few festivals coming up. So take care. Cheers. Yeah.